Welcome to Basketball Party, Season 4, Episode 55. I'm Erin M. Routson in Los Angeles, California, and with me... Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. We're back! Yeah, hi! It's been a minute. Yeah, just up front, like, life kind of got in the way. We have some stuff happen. Who so, wants to really uh, talk have a little about rest an- on the bench? Who wants to talk about another Warriors championship, though? Not me. So yeah. <laughs> Although I did bond with my neighbors the night of Game Four. So, mm. um, and then I bought a new car the next day from a Warriors fan and drove a real hard bargain. So I feel pretty good about myself when it comes to how everything <laughs> shook out. So. Yeah. He was like, oh, so you're from Cleveland? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Also, you're going to have to take that Cavs license plate holder off my old car for me. Thank you. (laughs) But anyway, and then I watched, you know, the end of it alone in my home. Sad. So whatever, life. But now we're back. So it's like we never left. However, I feel like we're coming back to a very different landscape than the one we once knew. Yeah. As I've called it to you, the scrambler. (laughs) Meaning, I don't know who plays for what team anymore. Yeah. I kind of don't. It it, it seems like a... This year was a carnival ride. The off-season was a carnival ride. Yeah. It was like one of those rides where you sit in the swing and you go around and around, but then NBA players just flew off into their respective (laughs) destinations. Yeah. I know a few things. I know Gordon Hayward is a Celtic. Yes. Kyrie Irving is a Celtic. Mm-hmm. I know Jay Crowder is a Cavalier, as is Isaiah yeah. Thomas. I know Oklahoma that... City re-signed uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I think you're forgetting the most important off-season signing of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, Jesus. Which is your boy. Carmelo Anthony uh, doesn't want to come <laughs> off the bench. Doesn't want to do it. Uh, uh, Mel- yeah, Mello uh, is Mello plays for the Thunder now. The Knicks are Porzingis's team now. As a quick sidebar, I know that we're going to talk more about where everybody ended up, but did I send you that thing that was the subway campaign in New York about the Knicks? And it was like the <laughs> hopeless, hopeful dynamic. <laughs> No, I don't think so. What? Oh my God. Okay, so uh, a brief, I'll send you the visuals for this. Mm-hmm. But um, they did a like full subway campaign mm-hmm. where one side said, hopeless. Hold on, I gotta, if I don't read this to you, it's gonna be so not worth it. Hold on, let me sure. find it. Hopeless Nick's campaign. Somebody at work <laughs> told me about it, and I was like, thank you for lighting up my life. Um, yeah, I really hope this is on ad age. Okay. Well, they removed it now because clearly it was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here's a great New York Daily News. FS1 removes hopeless Nick's subway ad campaign. Fox Sports 1 Nick's subway ad campaign has taken an express train to nowhere. Um, <laughs> so they did this ad wrap at, on the, on the uh, Times Square Grand Central shuttle. And mm-hmm. it was there for two days. Uh, The campaign asked writers to, quote-unquote, pick a side on the train. Are the Knicks hopeful or hopeless? 
And so there's all these graphics and it was like, sit here if you're hopeless, sit here if you blame Phil, sit here if you blame Mello, sit here if you blame Dolan. There was like all this stuff. I mean, the fact that the fact that that was even an ad campaign that got out and executed and the other side was like hopeful, like it was like, sit here if you love Porzingis, you know, like the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Very little to talk about on the other side, obviously. But like the fact that you would even put forward a campaign that would in any way imply that your team is hopeless is so sad. It's so sad, but then, you know, I've ridden public transportation, you know. I'm just, is there a seat open? I'm going to sit there. If it says <laughs> that I'm blaming Phil Jackson, okay, but I'm going to sit there. But, like, the fact that you would even put that out into the world, like, I don't know. I, to me, it's just, like, so sad. <laughs> like, Everyone knows the Knicks are a garbage fire, but you said it. You, like, put it on a subway wrap ad in New York. So, I I mean, I feel like it's a really New York thing to do, to just put them on blast like that. I, yes, from a fan perspective, but, like, I guess James Dolan was furious, of course. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I just think it's hilarious. Like, I mean, it would be like, you know... I, I've lived through many dark times with the Cavaliers, but like at no point do you say, does the anything come out on a public sphere of that magnitude and say, yeah, they suck. Like, wow. So anyway, so that was funny. Um, <laughs> I laughed about it. I was like, yes. I mean, that's, I mean, I, I like that. It's just so honest. Yeah, I do like that, but I also think it's pathetic. And, like, it proves <laughs> the stranglehold that the Dolans have on that team. Like, I mean, we'll see what happens now that Mello's gone. Mm -hmm. You know, one could say that's the albatross here. But, man, whew, I laughed. Uh, anyway, the Scrambler. Back to the Scrambler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't really know. People are all over the place now. All over yeah. the place. Watch what happens, I guess. Um, I got a ESPN. I was telling you earlier, I got an ESPN update today about uh, Nuggets Harris, eight million eighty-four million dollar four-year extension, and I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> I was like, "Who's Gary Harris?" Well, apparently, yeah. he's one of the top ten highest-paid shooting guards in the NBA. I was unaware of that. So, shout out to Gary. Congrats. <laughs> How do you think Russell Westbrook and Mello are going to play together? Not to dwell on the Mello thing, but I know, you know, you love Carmelo, so. I feel like that's going to be a real watch what happens scenario because I, I think Westbrook is really used to Oklahoma City being his team. Mm -hmm. well, it's never going to be Mello's team. No, it's not. But I, I still feel like that's how Carmelo is. Yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't want to come off the bench. He's being a real mm -hmm. ding-dong down there. I guess, you know, good thing he and Lala have consciously uncoupled or whatever, because I can't see Lala living it up in Oklahoma City. But what do I know? Oh, yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. Well, yeah, because no, Lala would never want to leave New York. 
Mm. Good luck to to Mello and the Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to them. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other significant moves that happened. I think the one that shocked me, well, it didn't shock me, but I really did the eye roll emoji on is uh, the Dwayne Wade going to Cleveland. Best Friends Club, you mean? It's... Best Friends Club. That's what that's about. I feel like it came out of nowhere. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm not surprised that he came to the Cavs. Because he and LeBron are best friends. It would be like if if I were to go to any team, let's say I was going to move to any city, Mm -hmm. Louisville would obviously be on everyone's short list because you live there. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised by that. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. And it's because Rose and D. Wade and... uh, I, I don't know what to think of uh, this new Cavs lineup we got Oh, going. you mean old Voltron 2 electric boogaloo? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what I think about it. We'll see what happens. I mean, like, I, you know, who knows? And the fact that Isaiah Thomas isn't coming back till January? Yeah. That's a real Clevelandy thing to have happen. Cool. Yeah. A lemon. The, I, so I know that you and I both until, you know, recent times, meaning his uh, probable, most likely very true sexual assault, definitely held a candle for Derrick Rose. Uh, I, I do have to say that in light of the sexual assault accusations and all of that, there's a part of me that takes a certain joy in his struggle now that everybody thinks he's old and broken mm-hmm. and he's 28. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess what I think is interesting is that the Cavs are taking these chances on the, you know, Isaiah being hurt. And then also Derrick Rose has had a myriad of uh, health problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's putting it super politely. Yeah, that's pretty nice. And, and then adding on... Uh, D Wade into the mix as well. It's just um, how <laughs> how many people do you need to make a guard? <laughs> well, in this case, a lot. <laughs> in this case, many. Oh, it, it, we, we are on ramping to the Halloween season, so are we just going to like pick and choose parts, and we're going to build, you know, kind of a, a combo guard with it? I like to think of it more as, like, a Vincent adult man from BoJack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> it's three kids under a jacket. <laughs> or under a jersey, in this case. And, uh, yeah, be a really tall kid. Yeah, well, hey. <laughs> I read an interview with Derek Rose the other day where... He was complaining about the fact that people keep acting like he's 38 instead of 28. And how he was like, you know, I was in a dark place a few years ago and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you mean like last season when you just no called, no showed on your own team? (laughs) Years ago? That was last year, bruh. Like, 
look, you know I love Dante uh, no West. Call, no show. That's that's a classic. That's a classic episode of Basketball Party when we discuss that. But <laughs> like, I love Delonte West forever, and I think that he had some, you know, serious shit going on, and that was mm-hmm. untreated. But like, I don't need Delonte West too. If Derrick Rose owns a three-wheeled motorcycle, I need to know now. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> This is, you know, recreational vehicle situation. Does he own guns and does he keep them in a guitar case? I just need to know now. <laughs> I can't go through that again. Once was enough. I just think that I, we'll see what happens. I, I don't want to, like, go too hard on him because now he's a cavalier and I have to accept him <laughs> or whatever. But I... <laughs> At the same time, I'm like, yeah, dude, everybody thinks you're 38 because your body, you've had a rough go, which isn't yeah. entirely his fault. I, I don't blame him for that. It's not like he's like, but at the same time, there's a reason people think that. It's because you, you were the like great hope of the Chicago Bulls. You tore mm-hmm. your ACL and it's been a slippery slope ever since. Yeah. Um, Just no accountability. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, and I feel like it was one of the last seasons in uh, Chicago where he had been hurt, but then he was cleared to play. And, you know, he didn't play mm-hmm. when the team needed it most, even though he had been cleared. Right. In the playoffs. Right. And so it's just, you have to think, is as a teammate, is this guy uh really on your side well or he doesn't seem he dependable gonna... <laughs> yeah <laughs> no call no show yeah um but yeah no he's definitely had uh, a different life experience yeah where you know hey i'm i'm on ramping to my mid-30s <laughs> have i thrown my back out once yes it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me yeah Everybody goes still, through some shit. I get it. Yeah. I get it. And I understand, but I just want him to, like, be accountable for that rather than being like, yeah, some bad stuff happened. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, dude. Duh. So, I think, I say that said, I think that if he embraces being on the Cavs and their kind of team culture and everything else, I think that could be good for him. I mean, my favorite player on the Cavs at this moment is J.R. Smith. And I mean, that's a person who has like really turned their shit around. So mm-hmm. anything is possible. Yeah. Um, Cleveland is a magical place. Now so. that you have these, the best friends club just leading the charge. Yeah. Uh, who all knew? All those Instagram posts are going to be real annoying. Who knew that seven years ago when I was listening to those people yell in their apartment in Tremont the night of the decision. Chris, Bosh, Dwayne, Dwayne, Wade, you ain't no king no more. You ain't no king. <laughs> Who knew? This world is twisted. LeBron uh, brought D Wade's talents to believe land. Yeah. To uh, the shores of Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. To Edgewater State Park and Beach, if you will. <laughs> Just start listing every place. To Huntington place. Beach. <laughs> to Mentor Headlands. I'm just naming beaches in Cleveland. Um, because we have them. 
They're real. Uh, I'm taking my talents to America's North Coast. <laughs> missed opportunity. They, instead of having the Goodyear logo, it should have been like Cedar Point. I'm they like, should have just. They should have doubled down on Ohio. I'm like intrigued. I'm intrigued. Well, Goodyear's in Akron, so they did. Oh yeah. But I'm intrigued by the Dwayne Wade thing. I don't know if it will really pay off, but I'm intrigued. I'm here for it. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I just hope that it's not too clicky. Did you see that mm-hmm. uh, when they were interviewing Dwayne Wade at, Cle- at Clinic Courts and LeBron like busted into the interview? Yeah. See, I see. I think that shit's funny. I like mm-hmm. that stuff. You're, you're already over it. The season hasn't even started. No, no. It just there's just going to be so many inside baseball Instagram posts and so many jokes. antics. Yeah, a lot of antics. Yeah, and 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 I think it's if it's like a team thing. I think it's cool, but when it's just like two people that are really pushing an inside joke agenda. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know. I don't it, think it, and I think LeBron and I would hope Dwayne Wade are smart enough to not do that. Like yeah. even for just the team culture. You know. Yeah. Now my best friends here so I don't care about you people. Like I don't I don't really see that happening. Mhm. I, I don't think JR would be very Smith upset. Yeah, JR Smith will be very upset if that's what happens. <laughs> so speaking of, I feel like we just touched on something else that we were going to talk about, which was related to this move, but now I can't remember what it was. So, on that note, let's talk about kneeling. Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, since uh the bullshit controversy of 2017 that is kneeling during the national anthem. Do you want to hear how I feel about it? Sure. Who fucking gives a shit? That's how yeah. I feel. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I want so the fact that the league is is enforcing this no kneeling policy to me is is pretty insane because the NBA is usually very progressive. But I think it pre-existed all of this, didn't it? I don't, I'm not, I don't know that. Hmm. But I, I think it's stupid mm-hmm. because it's pure symbolism. Mm-hmm. And if you get upset about somebody kneeling during the national anthem, then you need to find better things to get upset about. There's plenty more stuff to get upset about in this world, so... To me, I don't, in the end, I don't really care. I don't care if someone kneels. I don't care if they don't kneel. I don't care what their feelings are. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I would rather, like, let's take LeBron as my example here. I would rather LeBron James continue to be vocal about his beliefs about the way this country's run, our president, who's a garbage person, other social issues that he cares about, this, that, and the other thing. I would mm-hmm. rather he do that than kneel during the national anthem, which is, to me, pure symbolism. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the purpose, and I definitely support people if that's what they want to do, but put your money where your mouth is and, mm-hmm. like, actually say the thing and be vocal about what your beliefs are rather than just taking a knee. Yeah. Well, and the whole debate about it comes from this really awful kind of code-switchy place. What do you mean? Where... Just so 
all of these, you know, athletes, let's, let's talk specifically NFL here. Cause it, it seems to be where, um, most people are so, um, upset about which even of course, uh, because the Pence. NFL, the NFL is so inherently tied to America's identity that yes, of course, but Mike Pence. Gross. Yeah. Mike That's Pence, you know, <laughs> like left the Colts game because players kneeled. Kneeling is caught up in all of these, I don't know, perceived ideals where if you're kneeling, you're not supporting the troops, you're not supporting these all-American ideals, or you're somehow anti-American, which I don't necessarily feel is the case, but I feel like that's the what people who are against kneeling well, right. During the it's, it's somehow theme. that you're not a patriot or you don't believe in this country or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which and, is you know, insane because truth. I thought the whole point of living in America was so you can do that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, exactly. who are you hurting? And to be fair, I, I feel like all of this, this is just the newest version of a controversy that's existed <laughs> since we've had, you know, sports stars in this country. I mean, look at how Muhammad Ali was treated. Mm-hmm. Look at, you know, the Olympians who, who raised their fists for that. Right. Right. Iconic photo. You know, people get their panties in a big old bunch <laughs> over this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that they're right, but and I did look it up, and I, I guess that NBA has had this rule. So with all of this controversy with the NFL, you know, the NBA already had this rule on the books that applied to players and coaches and staff. Hmm. So, and, and I think a lot of that had probably stuff to do with kind of the early 90s era of uh, basketball. but Stern. Stern time. Yeah. I mean, who do you think is going to be the first Um, person to take a knee, though, and get fined? Someone's going to do it. I think someone's going to do it. I I do think it's interesting that um, when he's been asked about it, uh, Silver has said that he'll deal with it when and if it comes up. Mm Mm-hmm. So... It is a rule on the books, but like like you said, it seems for all intents and purposes that Silver is a much more progressive commish than Stern was. Right. So, I don't know. I, like, the whole kneeling thing, I feel, is like an aside. I think Steph Curry getting uninvited from the White House was amazing. I... Like, that, that whole drama... I, it's probably (laughs) one of the only times that I've been on Steph Curry's side about anything. And yeah, what a joke. I mean, that, that LeBron's presser after that, there are two pressers from media day that I would like to go in the presser hall of fame. (laughs) One is LeBron's because LeBron's was very coy and funny. One thing I do, you know, I, I, there are so many there are so many people at work who like to gaslight me about LeBron going to the Lakers next year and whatever. And if there's one thing I do respect about this this era LeBron, it's that he is much more 
willing to like put his neck out for stuff that he really, you know, and in a, in a very like funny and kind of boy mm-hmm. way, but he's willing to say, you know, he's willing to call the president a bum on Twitter and, you know, call him out for stupid shit. But the other presser from media day, mm-hmm. Greg Popovich, uh, that was like a masterclass in American class, race, and political kind of relationships. Yeah. I, dude. He's the best man. He, I, yeah. I, just so articulate. So articulate. Mm -hmm. I sent it to so many people who are like not basketball fans, don't know who Greg Popovich is, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just because it was so well said. It was like the best. I mean, he cannot stand this president and i'm like yes yes pop (laughs) you get it i knew you were woke before but now you're like super woke greg popovich (laughs) it gives me hope it gives me hope that a old er white guy who was in the military all of that can can have those beliefs yeah Ugh, he gets it he gets it man yeah and be so forthcoming with them also. Not not be afraid to, to say things. Pop. But, pop forever. Yeah, that was a... That, that whole scenario was... I was like, I, I couldn't even believe it was happening. Just, oh, not being invited to the White House. LeBron calls the president a bum. It, it, it all just kind of seems surreal. But then so much seems surreal nowadays that I'm just kind of like riding it out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean the fact that they were like we weren't even going to go anyway is super funny to me. Um, That Mm -hmm. Steph Curry was like yeah that's cool wasn't really going anyway but thanks. What a time to be alive as they say. I just (laughs) in the end I just don't care. This is real. I know that I have, like, very different views about America than probably, like, a lot of people, but I, this to me is just, like, a non-issue. This is just a distraction from, like, every other actual issue that is on the table. Yeah, Mike Pence, I I just saw Mike Pence leaving after the national anthem because he was upset that people kneeled. Shut up. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. gross. So now that we're kind of talking about other sports, I guess this is probably the best time to go into baseball minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited that uh, Cleveland is in the playoffs mm-hmm. for baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really like saying the team name because I feel like it's bad. So I usually <laughs> it say is. Cleveland. It is bad. Yeah. So, but I love this Cleveland team so Damn. much. Damn. So much. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, ride or die for this squad. You've really been converted. You've really been converted. Yeah. After you sent me Andrew Miller's live journal entry the other day, I was like, dang, she's here for them. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an emotional, um, players tribune live journal post. That's how live Um, journals are. Yeah. Just super, super emotional. 
everybody plays their part and the team genuinely likes each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they really buy into what uh, Terry Francona is doing, Tito, as he is called. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I'm, I have watched more baseball this summer um, than I think I have in my life, perhaps. Mm. Um, so I actually kind of know what's happening and who people are and, you know. I, I'm invested. I'm emotionally invested in this baseball team. That's good. It's weird. That's good. Yeah. I support you. And yeah, thank you. Um, although I, I think that uh, the baseball branding of the um, playoffs mm-hmm. is so much better than the NBA's. Because mm-hmm. the, the NBA playoffs... You know, so with Major League Baseball, I keep seeing the ad so far. It's um, it doesn't matter until October. And so they have this like one thing that they can really focus on and capitalize on, which is October. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to be like May and June. You're going to watch a lot of basketball, you know. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's much harder for the NBA, I think. Yeah, I. It. So it's funny because I much like many people in the world who don't care about the NBA until playoffs, I don't care about Major League Baseball until playoffs. And I only care Mm -hmm. about the playoffs if the Indians are in the playoffs. That's the only way I care. And that's because I am a homer. So I Mm -hmm. have watched next to no baseball this year. Yeah, and that is okay. Now that Cleveland is in the playoffs, I'm all in. Yeah. And uh, I will say I was, there was some latent attention paid because I was very focused on beating the money ball record. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was, um, I think that was so much fun. And and now I think we have the, that, that longest streak in MLB uh, history. I, I think we're just, in modern day MLB history, I think there was like some team back in like the 1910 or something that won like 33 or something that was crazy. But that team doesn't even exist anymore. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, that's or, one I don't thing know. about baseball is that they can pull up these stats from like four million years ago, and you're like, oh, yeah, like Babe Ruth is yeah. still like outstatting people in the modern era, and you're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. okay, Babe Ruth then, I guess. But I well, and then um, I think the worst, the worst team ever in I think the pre MLB era Mm -hmm. was actually a Cleveland team. They were called the Cleveland Spiders. Yes, my dad would. My dad would have a lot to say about this. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So um, Papa R knows all about the Cleveland Spiders. Yeah, Cleveland Spiders. That, in fact, uh, came courtesy of my brunch this morning. So I'm really excited about these playoffs. Hey, let's let's see what happens. Currently scoreless still. So whatever. (laughs) I don't know. Well, Lonzo Ball has a sprained ankle. So Mm -hmm. the future of the L.A. Lakers... I mean, they're really banking on him hard, which I get. They haven't had a lot to be. Uh... Oh, that's the other thing. They, you know, they shipped off some of some of their players to the Nets. 
And Swaggy P is a warrior now. Think about that. Ah. It's highly probable that we're going to live in an era where Swaggy P has a ring. Just going to throw that out there. No. Good for him. Really? I don't know. I mean, Adam Morrison has too, so. I know. I know. But Swaggy P, good lord. (laughs) Did he marry Iggy Azalea? I don't know if they're married. Are they are they still together? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's see. Let's find out. I, I don't know. I thought I was just bringing up uh, a pop culture thing. <laughs> Kim's Tall Tales. Swaggy P and Iggy Azalea are yeah, married. Yeah, my Tall Tales. Classic well, Tall Tales. I, I, they dated. They did. And they I dated. believe they I were engaged. They... <laughs> they might be married. Okay. Let's find out. Personal okay. life. Uh, no. They are not married. Oh. They are... Ooh. They were engaged. She broke off their engagement a year later. After Azalea broke off her engagement mm. to Young, Kiana Green, with whom Young had a relationship previously and share a son, Nick Jr., confirmed that she is 22 weeks pregnant with Young's second child, a baby girl. Whoops. Kendrick Lamar's his cousin? Are you aware of that? I was not. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Who knew? Um, so, no, he is uh, well, see, not married to Iggy Azalea. That's fun fact, courtesy of me not knowing, but still thinking that he was with Iggy Azalea. Yeah, they are not together. So, we are uh, wrong. We are wrong about that. Okay. I can tell you one thing that I bet uh, Swaggy P did not use, which is uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Sadly being laid to he rest. He did not. He, yeah. yeah. Good night, sweet prince. I'm going to tell you, I, I was kind of sad. Instant Messenger was yeah, a big part I mean, of my life for a very long time. It was my answering machine in college. Yeah. It, it was um, to come back and see all of the messages you had missed. Mm-hmm. It was an important When you time. would truly be away from your computer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You would you truly really not be a connected person in the world. <laughs> Because you had, a, like, a fucking flip phone, like, and that was it, and you really couldn't text on it? No, because text costs 10 cents. Yeah. These kids don't know. I mean, I, I legitimately had a, a drug dealer's phone for the longest time. Until, like, I got a... Wait, like, really? I think, like, huh? You had a drug dealer's phone? Like, you had inherited a phone from someone who was a drug dealer, or... No! No, like I had like legitimate a burner phone, like one of the flip phones that just you know didn't even really have a screen. It just had the the keypad. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah. My my first cell phones were not fancy at all. No, neither were mine. Neither were mine at all. I remember when I got a Motorola Razor. That was like really living out loud. That was oh like yeah peak. Oh, that was I. I thought I had really made it yeah so not to distract from this but i'm gonna really need the uh oh cool mm. oh it's miller time baby ah wearing my jersey oh wait you bought a jersey you didn't tell me oh. this no 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 it was uh like a freebie that i got um when we went to cleveland for andrew miller free jersey day oh okay uh um, so it's like a free baseball park one. Got it. Got it. You know what I finally got is my Illuminati jersey. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
It finally came in the mail, um, along with a sticker that says Illuminati baseball, trust no one. So, <laughs> Oh man. I, I wanted to get one of those so bad, but I waited too long. Uh, I think you can still do it. I would Google really? Illuminati baseball. I think you can still do it. I'm not totally sure. Trust no one. Uh, I would put that on my car. It's, it's, I'll send it to, I'll send you the sticker if you want it. I'm not going to, it's just sitting in my, because yeah. I have the jersey, so I'm good. The jersey has the trust no one patch on the <laughs> shoulder. I trust no one. Yeah. It's real. Of course I trust no Well, and the logo is like the triangle with the eye in the middle and the eye is the baseball. The iris of the eye is the baseball. <laughs> it's really good. Also, I just texted you a very important screen cap of a conversation between my brother and I. About <laughs> Shout out to Wyatt. It's about Andrew Miller. <laughs> That's... Yeah. It's my brother and I, just yeah, for everyone Jason, listening at I home. Jason is, like, mildly jealous of my fascination with Andrew Miller. It's, uh, just for everyone listening at home, it's my brother and I texting each other, it's Miller time, baby, over and over. So, yeah. I believe I also sent you the screen cap of my phone on Friday night where I just texted everyone I knew, tribe time, baby, at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I No, it, it was... Perfect. Like, I appreciated it. Um, yeah, that was so crazy because I had sat through, like, a three-and-a-half-hour play. Oh. Like, the game started at 5 Eastern time, and, you know, I was – we were having dinner at, you know, almost, like, 11, mm-hmm. and the game hadn't finished yet. Still on. Yeah. Yeah, I – obviously – PMA Grit Squad. Shout out to PMA Grit Squad. Still going. I have an affinity for texting people about Cleveland sports. And the ability to text people tribe time, baby, is one that I (laughs) cherish. But the thing that's funny, so on Friday, yes, that game went on for all of time. And Mm -hmm. I, a coworker of mine was in a meeting and came back and when he had gone into the meeting, it was, it was six, three Yankees. And when he came out of the meeting, Mm -hmm. the Indians had tied it up. And I said, I told him Indians had tied it up and he was like, Whoa, really? And he's like a baseball guy. So he like was Mm -hmm. amazed. And I was like, yeah, tribe time, baby. And clapped. And everyone in my office was like, is that a thing people say? And I was like, uh, yeah, it is. Tribe time is a real thing. And then I showed yeah. them the homage t-shirt and I was like, no, see, it's real. I'm not the only person. Cause I think they were like, oh, she just says this and she just made it up. No. no. Tribe time is real. No. Oh, all-star game. Our favorite topic. Didn't even get to this. Yet. Yeah. The reconfiguration yeah. of the jokiest defenseless game of all time. So the deal is now the all-star game, there's going to be the two highest vote getters become team captains and they get to pick whoever they want from whatever conference. There's no more East-West. See, I feel like all of this construction is meant to... I, I really feel like we're going... There is this conference-based hatred thing that's happening right now. Because didn't Silver say that they're looking at 
um, basing the playoffs on records, right? Not even yeah, the reseeding, conferences. Yeah, reseeding the playoffs. Yeah. And I don't know. Even when you're choosing the best players from the Eastern Conference versus the West, for all-star game, it's just like, yes, of course there are more stars in the West. Or, I don't know. So I think there are two separate issues. The all-star game is like fluff. Who cares? However, the reseeding of playoffs, to me, could be a major, Mm -hmm. major detriment. Because given the strength of any side of the country, you're going to have more teams. Mm -hmm. So to me, if you reseed and it's not based on conferences, you're going to lose out on a lot of teams. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you're going to lose out on a lot of audience. And therefore, people aren't going to give a fuck Mm -hmm. and they're not going to watch the playoffs. I know know the East is weak. The East has been weak for a long time. But Mm -hmm. I'm still going to watch. Like, even if you reseed... The Cavs are still probably mm-hmm. going to finish top in the East. East, and I use that like yeah, they're still going to be up there. The Warriors are going to be mm-hmm. the, up there in the West. Like, there's no getting around that. The real root of the issue mm-hmm. to me here is is super teams. It's not a conference issue. You know what I mean? On that specific yeah. portion of this. Well, and and then it it kind of goes back to that larger market, smaller market. Mm-hmm question too mm-hmm. because you know what does you know indianapolis detroit you know utah yeah what what are the big draws for those markets and how can those markets remain competitive if it's all about the super teams that are congregating in places you know out west right or down south right Right. Or wherever else, you know. Right. Yeah, um, that to me is, like, reseeding the playoffs is a way bigger issue to me than the All-Star game. Like, you know, the uh, like I said to you the other day, give me the Taco Bell skills challenge or give me death. Like, I don't well, care about the I still game. feel like it's a really weird, it's the con- how they're trying to redo uh, All-Star seems so weird because it, it's taking the fans out of it pretty much literally so you're picking a team captain that's it well no and then they're still voting for like a pool of players and then they pick from the pool i think it's stupid i don't care in the end i don't care because the all-star game is just like trick shots and wacky antics and like a score that approaches a combined total of 300 points like that's what it is Mm -hmm. who cares it's a break I don't need the all-star game to be competitive or realistic or anything else. I don't care. The halftime show last year was sting. Who cares? Hmm. You know, it'd be cool. What? Is if they tried to do something during all-star where it was like the home run derby, Mm. but with basketball players and they had to try to hit, hit as many home runs as they could. I thought I would think that would be funny. Wait, so you want basketball players to try to hit home runs? Or do you want yeah, to, try to yeah. get them to sink three-pointers? Because then you're no, going to have the Clay no, Thompsons I mean, of the but, world, Steph Curry's, Ray Allen. No, Ray Allen no, will come he, back he, he just to do that. That's too dumb. 
Like, I, I, I want to see them do some kind of, like, double dare shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Double dare or or the home run derby or, like, really take them out of their element. <laughs> I just feel like the potential for injury is too high, so that's never going to happen. I know, but still, I, A girl can dream. Like, a dare to dream. dream. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the Taco Bell skills challenge, um, you know, the All celebrity so, game. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's just so boring. Like, All-Star Weekend is just mindless entertainment. And I'm sure when you're in the city, a reason to go out and, like, power drink and try to get sightings of people. Like, I, think, I think that's what the All-Star Game should be. I think it should be fluff. Power drinking? No. <laughs> no. Like, fluff. <laughs> Power drinking. No, just like fluff. <laughs> just a goofy, wacky weekend yeah. where people are doing their skills challenges and taking trick shots and doing silly stuff. Like, that's what I think it should be. Mm-hmm. I don't want yeah. anything else. I don't need the All-Star game to be anything else. And the idea, I think there's plenty of other stuff to investigate in the NBA season and fix than the all-star game. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think it, remember I the know. short game. Remember that whole thing. It, it seems like, change. yeah, I, I feel like it's just change for the sake of change instead of doing something that's actually, which I think is a hallmark of the NBA. I think the NBA definitely like goes for the changes rather than, the legacy stuff. The legacy stuff. Yeah, like the NBA isn't leaning on history, but mm-hmm. I think that changing, like changing something like as fluff as the All Star Game, for the sake of cha- like, mm-hmm. come on, we got better stuff to do. Yeah. So, will I watch it? I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Is it in LA next year? Yes. <laughs> Should we finally try and go? Maybe. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm excited for the season to start. It's starting way earlier than I thought. I, I must have had like a brain freeze. In my mind, it starts the last weekend in, in the last week in October, and this year the, the Cavs home opener is October 17th. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess the NBA is starting now. <laughs> so that's good. I'm curious to see what'll happen. Obviously, it's Cavs Celtics home opener. Mm. You know, we didn't really talk about the Kyrie LeBron thing, which is okay because I don't really want to talk about it. But I'm sure, people will have some opinions, some some thoughts to share when that game takes place. What are you? Are you, anything you're excited about? Particularly, we're almost out of time. Yeah, no. Um, I know your I brain is ninety nine percent baseball right now, but <laughs> no. Um, I'm I'm really interested in seeing what opening night at uh, Little Caesars Arena is going to be like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, brand new, brand new home of the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll hopefully be paying close attention to that home opener. Yeah. Um, Your twin sons then- may or may not be there. <laughs> so just yeah, for everyone I'll- who... <laughs> Knows Kim and I. Yeah, I don't actually have twin sons. She doesn't have twin sons, but many years ago, many years ago, what was that? Three years ago? Four years ago? Five? It's probably more like five now, dude. Five years ago, Kim went to this game. I don't think that can be them then. I hate to say that. They don't look old enough. Kim 
went to this, although maybe that stock photo's old, who knows. Kim yeah. saw these two twin ginger boys at the Palace of <laughs> Auburn Hills in jerseys, like, sitting, like, pretty much courtside, of course. Yeah. And she <laughs> took photos of them, which I'm sure is, like, illegal. But, uh, not anything creepy, just, like, photos of them. And, uh... No. Just just documenting the fact that these kids were there. Because one of them was, like, wearing a fur coat, too. Their mom. Yeah, fur the, the fur coat was, like, I was, like, this child's a badass. Yeah. And so we've we've talked about them from time to time over the years. Yeah. And you saw a photo yeah. for press about the new arena. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, um, a still um, clickbait. Uh, for the Detroit Free Press, I think. And um, it had these two seemingly twin boys wearing jerseys and baseball caps. And I screen capped it and sent it to Aaron. I was like, could it be? And I definitely, and, for a minute there, I believed it was them. I wanted to believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is. Maybe maybe they just haven't, you know, really gone through the big, the big P. Yeah, yes. I was just like, ah, their arms don't look any longer. I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> you also couldn't see their hair, which was a major detriment. So. Yeah. Yeah. I want to believe. So. My my twins. Yeah, they're out there somewhere, uh, wearing fur coats, living their best lives. Yeah. Sitting courtside under the age of 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that I think that was another thing. It was just these ch children had... Um, seats. They really seemed like they weren't being um, supervised in any real way. Yeah. Wearing a fur coat that looks like it could have been part of the costuming for the deuce. It, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A pretty intense well, fur coat. But. I hope they're at the home opener. That's all yeah. I can really hope for. Alright. Well, we're back. <laughs> I'm glad we finally did this. So everyone has a full yeah. season of us to look forward to welcome back listening to us talk yeah you're welcome everyone <laughs> we, we missed it we missed you guys yeah all like five of you who listen there's more than five trust me i have to defend this podcast to co-workers every day and i know there's more than five so oh <sighs> all right well i will uh i'll join you next week for next week's basketball party slash baseball minute because clearly still gonna i imagine that's still gonna be going on so congratulations everyone yeah I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep baseball minute down to a minimum okay all right yes. well i'll talk to you yeah. later dude go tribe yeah go tribe <laughs>